Welcome to the Hyper Sloth Happy Hour with your hosts, Zigzag and Rufus. Coming to you live from planet Earth, courtesy of Smoke and Hits Records and Global Corp Industries. Now, grab a beer, put your feet up, and get ready for the Hyper Sloth Happy Hour. Never before have I turned on you when you look too good to me. To be, I think I cut me in two and I just can't let you be. But it's a free for all and I'm hard to stand. You can't bet your life. Stakes are high and so am I. In the air tonight. <laughs> Confused me for the Red Rocker. I did, man. You did nailed you? it. I did. Must be no. all the Cabo Wabo sauce I've been slurping up tonight. Is there such a thing as Cabo Wabo sauce? I don't know. Cabo Wabo isn't that the name of his tequila? Yeah, but I've never had it. I don't know if it's any good. Yeah. I can be honest with you, I've never had it either. But I can tell you one thing: it's it's not good because tequila in general is just not good. I don't believe anybody I, who's like. I drink Patron because it tastes better. I'm like, no, it no. tastes like dirty coffee, like every other fucking tequila. I've never, never had a good experience with tequila, ever. It, tequila, tequila is what drove me away from like any kind of like liquor. So you're saying that you've never had it? You don't drink a margarita? Never. I don't drink anything but beer. Period. Ever since uh, I had a bad tequila experience, honestly. Really. That's funny because I saw a big bottle of vodka in your office not too long ago, Rufus. That's my wife's. She pounds. Oh, she hides it in your office. I guess better than in the back of the toilet. <laughs> she hides it in my office because she knows I never work. <laughs> she hides it in your office because she knows it's safe there because you won't drink it. <laughs> exactly. I think it's in plain sight, just like the Illuminati. They're like, my wife hides my keys under my work boots when I've been drinking because <laughs> she knows. <laughs> That's right. Oh, oh my God. I hate to do it. Oh, God, I hate to get off on a racist note to begin with, but that reminds me of an old racist joke. I'm not racist. I'm not. Neither are you. Anybody who knows the show knows we're not racist. I probably That's hate right. white people and I hate anyone else. So You know, after this election, I do. But that reminds me of a joke that goes, how, how do you starve a black man to death? You hide his food stamps under his work boots. Classic. That's a Classic. I think I heard that. I think I heard uh, uh, a Lewis and Martin version of that, where they just did it in black. Oh. <laughs> That's right. They just turned into into a skit, and they were in blackface. Classic. No black is, is it? I mean, can you do what if I was like, "Hey, Mama Jamma"? Now, have I offended <laughs> people by black voice? Uh, you've offended multiple Mama Jammas out there for sure. Have I? I've never yes. met a good Mama Jamma. Nor a jive turkey. You know, wait, now let's not get out of hand, though. I've had some good jive turkey with some giblet gravy. It was deliciously jivey. Okay, that, that's good. That does enhance the jiveiness of any turkey. That kind of reminds me of your first band. Weren't you in a band called Societal Jive Turkey? Yes, 
it was the saddle drive turkey. We we dressed up as turkeys and we rocked the fuck out of the back room until they kicked us out for being so gay. <laughs> they thought you were Richard Roundtree from Shaft. <laughs> common mistake. It is a common mistake. It was the Schlitz malt liquor that gave you away. That's true. That's true. The Schlitz malt liquor and the Colt 45s as the backup. Of course, obviously. You know what? I can tell you right now, the only time I've really puked on fucking beer, like seriously, after not not being that inebriated in beer, I went to a bar in my small town of Elkhart, Indiana, when I was, was, I don't even know if I was 21 yet. I probably was around the age of 21. And they had opened up this small bar called Tuesdays, and they you could buy a dollar fifty forty ounce of Colt forty five. Jeez, so I had like two of those, and I've not. I guess a little blurry, but I do remember walking out into the alley and puking my guts out for like twenty minutes. Oh my god! Yes. The only time. Go ahead. What? Go ahead. Needless to say, say, I didn't say it. The only time I ever peaked on beer or any alcohol, actually, it was I was at a party and they had a keg. And, of course, when you're young and there's a keg, you think it's got to be cheap beer, right? And the keg was full of, like, this – it was uh, not not Ziegenbach, but it was was one of those thick-ass, nasty brown beers. Shiner, probably. Yeah. It, it was Texas. It, it could have been Shiner. I wouldn't be surprised. And I threw my guts up up on that. Mainly because I, it's not that I was that drunk, but it's just so thick. It's like drinking fucking dough. It's the only beer that comes with a, a side of a baked potato and a salad. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. The only beer you order with sides. It's the only beer if you can finish it in 45 minutes with, with the sides and the biscuits. It's free. <laughs> That is a beer I could never get into. And that was like when, when I first started at St. Edward's in 1987, that was like the original craft beer, in my personal opinion. I mean, I'm sure there was other ones all over the nation, but uh, like it, Shiner Bach and just Shiner beer were like Texas local beers. So it was like, oh, yeah. gotta got to have a Shiner, got to get Shiner Bach. No, no, you don't. Get fucking Pabst. No. That's what I did. Pabst with a bag of ice. Twenty nine ninety five, at the at the brew through right down the street from St. Edwards. Couldn't go wrong. Well, it was the tequila is what turned me off of like alcohol. I mean, not, not alcohol, but liquor. It was that experience with that dark ass fucking beer that turned me off of dark beer. I mean, from that day forward, it was like if I can't see through it, I'm not gonna fucking drink it. I don't need to chew my, my beer. No, and you shouldn't have to. You shouldn't have to pick out the personal barley and hops. You shouldn't need no. a strainer. Yeah. When you're drinking beer. I'm not savoring it. I'm just wanting to get buzzed. You're just, yeah, you're just slamming it as fast as you can to get as far away from reality for a short amount of time as you can. I mean, I totally understand. Yes. And that dark beer doesn't do it. It takes too long to metabolize, and it just makes you Exa- sick. Yeah. It's hard on the liver. You know, it's so no, thick. Over. There's no redeeming qualities. No, it's like trying to soak up pizza batter with a sponge. I mean, that's what you're doing to your liver. Pizza batter. Is there such a thing as pizza batter? I don't know. It didn't seem right when I said it, actually. I don't think so. So are you all amped up for Christmas? Or what? I mean, tell me, give me a, you, you done shopping? I mean, I know you're doing all your shopping online, but 
Trees up. Everything's fucking ready. All that good trees stuff. Trees up. Yeah, we just got the presents under the tree tonight. I was hesitant because our little dog, he's only just now getting potty trained. So I was like, oh, we're not going to put presents down because he'll piss on him. But he's been good. Right. So we got the presents down. Shopping's pretty much all done, but the wrapping is not. So I still have a stash hidden that I need to wrap when, you know, the kid's back is turned. Do you consider yourself a good rapper? I, I myself am not a good rapper. I'm I can a very good a rapper. Bit, like Rufus the Doofus with the Scoopus. You know, I mean, <laughs> I can rap like that. Oh, no, I can't. I can't like rap like that at all. But I can rap presents like a motherfucker, dude. It, I, I can rap can presents you? better than Eminem can rap words. Oh yeah. Wow. Them are some. That's some fucking solid shit you got going on there. And you know what? I just want to say something to you. I mean, I'll talk. I'll just talk about racism and whatnot. I just want to say, Rufus, you matter. You don't matter a lot, but you matter, okay? I just want you to know that. Well, shucks, boss. Well, I mean, I don't I don't even get it. Why are people so un- up in arms of, like, oh, black lives matter, white lives matter, blue lives matter? I mean, matters barely anything. You know what I mean? It's like, you matter. Yeah, that's true. Okay? I mean, like, that, what's worse than matter? You matter. Big deal. It's <laughs> like I the mean, bare minimum of existence. <laughs> It's like the bare minimum of caring about something. It's like, yeah, it matters, I guess. It doesn't right. matter. I don't really give a shit. You don't matter to me, but I'm sure to somebody you matter. Yeah, there you go. Exactly. You probably matter to your mom or, you know, someone holding yeah. a sign that says Rufus matters. You, they, you probably matter to them. You matter to all the other protesters surrounding you. That, that's true, because there's strength in numbers, right? Until they start cracking skulls. Yeah, that's right. Until the fire hoses come out. <laughs> yeah, which is that I saw a gay porn where that happened like way early in the porn. Intimidating. <laughs> that was my gay porn name, Rufus the Fire Hose Slavkowski. <laughs> the fire hose. <laughs> you were known for your your uh, tough leathery skin. On your foreskin. <laughs> well, I wasn't known for my uh, my level of product. I was known for the force of my product. <laughs> uh, you know what? That made me think of something, dude. You do you give yourself a master of tunnelingus? Uh, no, I, I don't. Not at all. Not at all. Because the only person that I could become a master with actually doesn't enjoy it. Maybe that's my fault. Maybe it is. I mean, it, I, now I'm calling it tongue-a-lingus because I really think it's bullshit that it's called cunt-a-lingus because the cunt actually doesn't do anything but kind of no, lay there. there. The, tongue, the tongue does all the work. You never hear someone say, oh, I gave that uh, hard pussy in. It's a hard dickin', right, because you're ramming it yeah. with your cock. That's pretty much so true. So I think tongue-a-lingus right. should be a new word in porno. Tungalingus. I'm jumping that down right now for the sentence. Yeah. You know, I I like you. I'm not a big tungalingus guy. I save it for special occasions, uh, like when my wife's out of town. I get into tungalingus. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I like to, to to do it to myself. I had a couple of ribs removed so I could tungaling my uh my own <laughs> my own amusement park. Get your your tungalingus a hard dickin'. Yes. Yes. It's like trying to say a, a tongue twister with a hot dog in your mouth. 
Hmm, I've never tried that. I've tried it with a penis, but never a hot dog. I wonder what's, which is more challenging. They're both pretty challenging. Here's something I was thinking about today, dude. On my last vacation, I think I spent more time trying to crack the Wi-Fi code on the neighbor's Wi-Fi than I did actually enjoying the vacation. Passwords have just gotten too hard to crack. Unless you're a Russian hacker. Yeah, that's true. That's true. And you're trying to get Trump to win. I mean, all passwords for things that I don't really care too much about are ASDF1234. And I think everybody should go with that. You know what's funny is I was just thinking right when you said that I never tried the obvious passwords like 1234-3421 or any of that shit. I probably should have tried those, huh? The the standbys. Yeah, or you can try things like... uh, like a lot of routers and shit that come with like a pre-programmed code, people don't change that that's shit. You can true. look them up online, you know? And they're usually that's something true. like... Admin. Like, uh, admin. Yeah. One, uh, a Netgear router. I know that. Yeah, yeah. Admin, like one. Okay, that didn't work. It, admin, what, two. It, it, my office, my previous office uh, in another another town, not my current office, but... Someone used to fucking every weekend hack my fucking router like that and change the administration (laughs) shit and just fucking use it. And on Monday morning, I would have to fucking reset it. And finally, I got up enough fucking, I guess I mustered up enough energy to to take it offline where people couldn't see it. You know what I mean? Made it invisible. Yeah. Which I probably could have done earlier, but I didn't really care. I don't think they wow. got anything sensitive from my computer. I don't think they hacked my computer. I think they just hacked the internet. They were just fucking. So the, you knew it because they were changing the password. Like you couldn't get on. How did you know that they were using it? Right. They would change. They would change the name of the thing. Oh, like E eighty six or some shit like that. They weren't I'm even like funny. No funny names. They started doing that. I put put FBI internet. FBI Wi-Fi, mm-hmm. so that I was really fucking the FBI, which I'm sure fooled oh. them for sure. Oh yeah, hackers are stupid. <laughs> yes, yes they are. They're remarkably stupid it's because of all the Twinkies that they eat. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it drains brain juices. Just Twinkies are not good. They're not brain food. You never see. I'll tell you what. A, a Twinkie does not come in its own wrapper, so you know it's not. Good for you. Doesn't come in. Wasn't there a commercial one time where it's like, look, a banana comes in its own wrapper, or an orange comes in its own nature's wrapper, or something? You're supposed to understand that that's good for you. Oh shucks! Do they still make Twinkies? I thought they stopped making Twinkies for some reason. No, you hear? You know what? I was just reading about Twinkies the other day. Twinkies got bought out right when they went into bankruptcy. They got bought out private equity firm. For like, they, the private equity per, per, that firm put up 186 million dollars, and then they got a loan for like 500 million dollars from the bank. Jesus! They brought the Twinkies back. The, the, these guys are total dickheads. They brought the Twinkies back, right, and told all these people they're getting their jobs back. Well, originally Hostess employed 8,000 people. These guys hired back 1,200 people, and basically made them work like slaves. Oh. And then, and then, they shut down one of the plants after they met, like, the initial demand. Because they're like, like, you know, at first when people cared that they were going out of business and everybody got all nostalgic 
And we're like, I don't yeah. need enough twinks. And uh, so they they have like eight factories open for a while. Then they cut it down to like four. And then they just <laughs> recently sold the fucking business, right? Ready for this? For $2.3 billion. What and the guy fucking $900 million in his fucking pocket. Jesus Christ. Yes. That is There's your twink. Wild. There's your that's Twinkie you, story. That's what you call getting twinked. Yeah, exactly. I wonder how that name came up for like a gay dude, a Twinkie. Is it a twink? Is it a Twinkie? I'm not sure. I don't know. Both kind of fit, I think. They do. You're right. Any, I mean, but you know what? You add a Y to the end of something, it like suddenly becomes insulting. Like I could call you white. If I call you whitey, now I'm just kind of being an asshole. Yeah, that's fine. That made me instinctively, I like bowed up against the microphone. Like I was ready to go. <laughs> After I called you whitey? Yeah. Even though it's true. I know, but the, the Y just it enraged me. Now, what about when I call you twink or twinkie? Which makes you more angry? Uh, Twinkie does. When I, I think a twink, for some reason, I think of like a little cute robot. I'm cool with that. But we say Twinkie, I think of like a, a gay, gay robot. cowboy. That gay cowboy <laughs> character they had is there is like their logo. Plus, it, it seems so gay now that I'm thinking about it. Really, it does. <laughs> That's how gayness works. It does. Oh, my God, I'm gay. I just realized it. <laughs> Get out the couch. I need to lie down. I'm sure you did. Lay, lay face down, please. <laughs> Is there another way? <laughs> something I know. I need to bring this up last time, but don't you love, like, a good porn where a chick's neck is, like, turned fucking sideways because she's getting rammed by some dude where her neck is, like, Basically breaking on the back of the fucking dirty couch or something. That's, yeah. that's just porn for you. Where the guy's like standing on the back of the couch and like she's like doing some kind of weird somersault <laughs> you know, thing on the. That to me, that is the grossest fucking position ever. <laughs> I, I do not enjoy when I see that. I'm like, let's just fast forward to the cum shot because it's a great angle shot. Not the best angle to see a chick getting pounded. No, no. You you feel the discomfort, even even as a dude. It's, another thing that I don't care for in corn is gaping holes. You know what? Keep your gaping holes to yourself. I don't see that. I agree. I don't, I don't get that at all. Me neither. That's like with this spitting thing. Hey, quit spitting on fucking... Spit is disgusting. Quit spitting on people's dirty penises already. Exactly. Speaking of Christmas, you know, <laughs> do you think Jesus was like a good carpenter or not? Uh, I don't know. I mean, he gave it up to be the Messiah, or was he fired? And then was like, well, fuck it, I guess I'll be the Messiah. I guess, really, you don't think they made him build his own cross, do you? Well, they made him lug it around. I, I guess I wouldn't put it past him to make him build it. Right. If he did, it was probably well-crafted. Or or was it? Maybe, you know what, he probably didn't build it, because I think if you're building your own, you know, it probably took like eight weeks to build. He's like, yeah, well, if I'm going to build my own cross, well, 
Dude, this is like any contractor. You like overestimated the fucking bed. Yeah, I can get my cross built in a week, and like six months later, they're like, where's the cross set? Actually, he had to submit bids, and he, like, lost out to Judas. He actually was uh, put in a bid, like, $200 cheaper than Jesus' original bid. <laughs> that's, that's fucking brilliant, man. That's why we should be rich and famous. <sighs> so, I mean, obviously he was a, not a very good carpenter, probably an alcoholic, I'm guessing, right? I mean, couldn't even go without wine so long that he could turn water into wine lest he go into withdrawals or something, probably. Yeah, he'd get shake. He'd shake right off of that cross if he didn't have wine. Jesus Christ, Rufus. Yes, he would. And maybe he was there, did. Was there any mission? So, I mean, other than, I guess that we know that Jesus know. was a, <laughs> I mean, we all know Jesus was a carpenter, but was there any mention, is there any in the Dead Sea Scrolls or anything that really goes into, like, what he carpentered or or anything, or is it just kind of a passing thing? He was a carpenter. I don't know. I mean, honestly, I'm asking. Just a carpenter's son. I well, thought he was a carpenter. Car- we're supposed to assume he was, like, uh, under some kind of carpeting apprenticeship, I guess. Uh, uh. <clears throat> I mean, but wouldn't he be like, Jesus was like, you know, hey, that's crooked, and Jesus could be just, like, touch it and, and make it all better? <laughs> wouldn't you think? Uh, if you can turn water into wine, I guess you can turn the pile of lumber into the hut. <laughs> unless, it's, unless it came from Ikea, then even Jesus couldn't fucking do that. <laughs> Dude, it's fucking brilliant. I got to shut that down. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> My personal opinion about shit like that is, and this goes for shit that you buy from China, too, or that you install in your house yourself, like a dishwasher. <laughs> That if they make yeah. it, they need fucking the people who design it need to install it first in something so they can realize how retarded their fucking design is. Exactly. I, amen. I completely agree. Amen. Okay. Nicely put. And they should they should not only install. I mean, they should install it in like a different configuration, like multiple configurations, because not everybody's kitchen is the same. And then they should provide like, okay, if your slot is this big then you need this key ring and this fucking bolt and everything and and provide I mean I bought cheap shit, right? Right. That comes with the tools and every fucking thing you need to build it and put it together. Like a tool you would never even think of buying. Like, oh there's a ratchet thing with like four corners. Do what? Except they don't come with decent directions. You get the little screwdriver and everything, then you get like this picture direction where everything is two-dimensional and looks exactly the same. And you're just like, what? How does this make yeah. sense? But even so, at least it comes with shit. Then you buy a dishwasher, and it comes with fucking nothing. I know. You've you got to go buy a piece to hook the dishwasher to the bottom of the, to the, the hose at the bottom of the fucking dishwasher. Yeah, and you have to figure out what piece that is, you know, and what size and what grommets and all this kind of bullshit. You would think something that high price would come with, here's a little kit of everything you need to make it work and adapters and stuff. I've gotten pretty good at installing dishwashers because I've installed three fucking dishwashers in three years. That's terrible. Because I don't envy that. It's made like fucking junk. Appliances yeah. are fucking junk now, dude. Let me tell you, you know what? I'm going to say this out. The, don't buy Samsung fucking anything, first of all, because I bought the whole Samsung get up when we like redid our house, including a... Uh, 
washing machine, you know, dishwasher, the whole fucking nine yards. And none of it lasted more than fucking two years. It's like as soon as the warranty was up, the shit fucking broke. Oh, my God. I didn't know Samsung made that kind of stuff. Yes, they do. And it's supposed to be high-end shit, and it's total bullshit. Total Mm. fucking bullshit. It's made by, I think... I think it's made by the same people that make the Yugo, and they just put a Samsung fucking sticker on it. They fired up an old Yugo plant to start making washing machines and dishwashers. <laughs> fucking Yugo. Goddamn, I haven't heard that in a long time. Well, I mean, you know what the problem the is? They had uh, just a river of vodka flowed through the through the plant <laughs> itself. Yeah, yeah. You're right, though. People are stupid. I mean, you're you're right. I'm mad at white people, too, because Trump is president. Because, obviously, schools are not fucking working now. Dude, schools haven't worked in a long fucking time. You know what? You're right. I watched the most depressing fucking documentary when I was trying to work today called Requiem for the American Dream. No. Have you ever seen that? Down. No, I have not. I definitely want to see that. Well, it's by this guy. I mean, are you familiar with Norm Chomsky? You're probably familiar with the name, but not the guy like I was. I'm familiar with the guy because Sam Harris is a guy I listen to a lot, and he uh, they agree on a lot and they disagree on a lot, so his name comes up on Sam Harris's podcast. Yeah, well, I'm going to tell you, this guy's a real revolutionary, and I can tell because he has like he's letting the ne- the hair on his nose grow out. Very. Ooh. Yeah, he's got it in a nice ponytail, but you'll notice that during the. Thing, but it's definitely worth watching. But it's it's so it's disheartening in a way because he just kind of shows you how everything is manipulated. I mean, and so matter of factly mm-hmm. that like uh, big corporations own everything. Period. And then they've made it that way, and it's just not going to fucking change. Especially now that yeah. we've set ourselves back like twenty five years by by letting the Trump in, the Donald. Oh, man, it's going to be so fucking weird, dude. But you're right. I mean, I think. We have set ourselves back. The only encouraging thing I've seen so far, because you've seen the idiots he's appointing to every fucking yeah, important yeah, position. The only two good people that he's appointed so far is Elon Musk and the guy who founded Uber. At least these guys, you know, they're they're trying to build electric cars and do things the what, right way. So, what are they ahead of? Just out of curiosity. Uh, they're not head of anything, but I think he he appointed them as like science advisors or something. So at least somebody's got one of Trump's hairy fucking ears to talk into. <laughs> the inside track on their stock deals, I'm sure. Try to figure out what they're fucking developing. He's got a fucking angle for that. I saw this no. thing where he was he had this big technology conference. Did you see this? And there was 25 people there. Like the head, like it was like the head of Google and the head of Apple and all that shit, and his four kids were there. They're like his kids who are running his company are sitting in on like these top fucking level meetings that people are taking with the president elect. It's like fucking unheard of, apparently. Well, yeah, that should be like top secret fucking shit, right? Yeah, you would think so. I mean, I guess if he's just going to go home and tell his kids anyways. Poor Donald. What a fuckwad. It's going to be a weird fucking four years, man. I want to find an outlet for that picture that I put together of the people standing on the... The Ku Klux Klan people on the steps of the Trump Tower. 
We have an outlet. It's called the Hypersloth website and Facebook page. Can we put that on the Hypersloth website? We can. Hell yeah. Send it to me. You know what? I'm going to doctor it up a little bit and make the bottom look a little tighter like a real ad instead of just throwing it together. Because I just uh, I think it could get some traction maybe. We'll get a lot of hate mail from the Trumpets, but I don't really care about those people. Oh, fuck. You know what's sad is those people are going to realize how ignorant they were in short order by voting for the Trump. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. They are. They are. Because he's already, like, going back on some shit that he, he fucking said. Right. So. Yeah, almost all of it, to be honest with you. And this is true. Too. Mike Pence, your vice president-elect, thinks the world is 12,000 years old. Dude, this another guy... Another guy he appointed said that the world is 5,000 years old. It wasn't <laughs> no, like the world it was some other younger. Funny thing is, Trump's hair is actually 13,000 years old. <laughs> it does look like it's made from the feathers of a dinosaur. <laughs> you see where they, they actually found out now that dinosaurs were not covered with scales. They were actually covered with feathers. I have, I've read that, yeah. Boy, that's going to cost a lot of money to reprint, like, and make every movie that was ever made with a fucking dinosaur in it. <laughs> They're going to update every fucking movie in that feathers. I would think so if they want it to be correct. That's true. Maybe they can hire all the people who lost their Twinkies jobs to start adding feathers to old movies. <laughs> nah, they're not qualified. Let's be realistic. <laughs> they're not. Remember that? I was thinking about this here. Remember that Indian guy who used to cry at the commercials, like with the with the pollution or whatever. I just recently saw an episode of American Pickers where they picked a, a lady's house that knew that guy, and they got a lot of memorabilia from that guy. That no he way. Was like featured on, and he's not Native American. He was Italian. Really? Yeah. No kidding. Was that tan? Unbelievable. How did that guy die, I wonder? Was it pollution-related? He snorted some bad wampum, I think. (laughs) What exactly is wampum? I know it's an Indian term. It's like an Indian term for money. John Wayne made up. (laughs) What do you think the most offensive thing you could watch on an airplane next to someone is, other than gay porn or anything about equal rights? They would offend someone. The most offensive thing. Uh, I guess, I mean, if you have internet access, you could probably bring up videos of, like, the Mexican cartels beheading people with chainsaws or something and just like, laughing at it. But, <laughs> I was uh, thinking that TV show that's called Why Planes Crash. What do you think? <laughs> that you think I could kick off a flight if I sat down Opened up my laptop and started playing an episode of Why Planes Crash, like, without. <laughs> I didn't know that was a show. Was that a show? Why Planes Crash? Oh, yeah, it's definitely a show. Dude, I saw the most disturbing episode the other day. This guy, is, this is a terrible story. It's a true story, too. This guy is a like a Boeing, like a foreign Boeing, Boeing 747 pilot, right? International pilot. And he's yeah. taking kids on some kind of vacation, right? Or they're doing a turn and he's taking them to like France or somewhere. And this is a true fucking story. And they, he lets them in the cockpit. Okay. 
like over sure. the fucking Atlantic or somewhere. And they're sitting there, and the kid is sitting at the controls. And for some reason, the kid tries to turn the airplane, okay? And it won't turn, right? But the kid's like, and he's telling the kid, turn the airplane, turn the airplane, knowing that it won't turn, right? Yeah. Like just kind of kid. And the kid like starts to turn it really fucking hard, trying to turn it. And somehow it locks up the fucking controls and sends this fucking Boeing 747 into a death spiral and it fucking crashes into the ground and kills like 200 people. What the fuck? <laughs> I'm not fucking kidding you. That is a true story. So they so they got the black box and they heard this plan. Turn the handle. Yes. Oh, you can turn it harder. Yes. Oh, fuck. Yes, oh, exactly. Dude. And the, the guy was right there, okay? But it was spinning. It was like going down so fast and like it's such a hard bank. It's like for some reason there was some kind of override system. This plane was not supposed to be able to go into like this hard bank, but it yeah. did. Now that all was kind of a computer error. Not really even the kids' fault or anything, but somehow what it was like the perfect storm of whatever they did locked up this computer and sent this plane into this death spiral. But the dad is like two feet away from the controls and shit. Yeah. But he can't yeah. get to it because the G's are fucking so hard on his body. Oh my god. So they like able to switch the shit off. But the 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 plane was going so fast and was such a hard bank that they could neither him nor the co pilot could reach the like the override. Holy fucking shit, dude. How insane oh. is that? And of course the kids have a blast. They can hear him going, Whee! Yeah, he's like, Yay, Daddy! Now the dad's like, get out of the seat, get out of the seat. And the kid's like, I can't move. It was crazy. Uh, crazy. But it was I in have, German. Sound even I scarier. About, surely you thought about this, too. Like, I mean, a plane crash has got to fucking suck. I mean, most of them happened, like, when you're taking off or landing. So whatever happens, it's going to be quick. But can you imagine thought about, like, being 30,000 feet up, the plane cracks in half, you get sucked out. You're just floating in the air, waiting to fucking impact the ground at some point. For could be twenty minutes of that jet stream. You're like just... a guy that survived like an eight thousand foot fall from an airplane God. like that. I mean, when it's not your day, obviously that that's not your day because I think it's safe to assume that you would fucking be dead if that happened to you, unless there really was some kind of fucking miracle. I gotta say, if you fall eight thousand feet and don't die, that that alone's gonna fuck with you. Like, how do you? <laughs> yeah. How do you recover from that? Right. I mean, Just think like, about recover from like. If, think about you're on that airplane that that Sully Sullenberger guy landed in the fucking river. I mean, you know, how the shit goes out. You're like floating in the air for two or three minutes. Just like, what are you fucking thinking? You think you could come back from that? No. no, I couldn't. I'd be fucked for life. I mean, I have it. Remember, what about if that happened and you're like, "Hey, dude, I got to get back to the airport and catch the next flight out." Oh yeah, I'm, I'm late for my fucking connecting flight. God damn it! <laughs> exactly. Who's what's gonna happen now? Now I'm gonna have to get a fucking bus ride to Newark. This is bullshit. <laughs> Right after the plane crashes, you you demand they pay for a hotel. 
but they won't probably now and then. They're like, bird related. And they're no probably point. somewhere in the third disclaimer. Bird related. Hang on, I gotta write that down. Yeah, there's some fine print they'll point to. Bird related. It's bird. No, bird. Acting God. Yeah, we can't I saw birds. It was like a falcon in my backyard trying to like eat a little bird. And they were going back and forth between these two bushes, and this little bird, he fucking got away. At least when I saw it, he got away. I don't know if if uh, if he eventually got eaten by the falcon, but I hate to say this, I wanted to go out there and blow that fucking falcon up. Just because it seems like such a fair fight, you know what I mean? He's like chasing the falcon. Up. Nature's not about fair fights, man. Nature's about you smaller than me, I'm going to eat your ass. I must admit, dude, when I was thinking about blowing away that fucking falcon, I was like, I got scared of the falcon. I'm like, well, I'm not fucking going out there. That thing's fucking crazy. Probably fucking try to eat me. Oh, yeah. I mean, they got claws and shit that are like two inches long. We saw a bald eagle in our backyard just like yesterday. Or the wife did. Really? A bald yeah, apparently they come around here every now and then, and one of them... Uh, well, uh, Reverend David, the guy who did some handiwork for us, he pointed out a, a few eagles' nests, and yeah, the wife came busting in. Oh my God, I saw a bald eagle, and she wasn't drunk. Are you sure about that? Well, it's getting harder and harder to tell, but other than right. she wasn't as drunk as normal. Her eyes were almost clear. One of them was, yeah. Clear with body. She only had a patch on one eye. Instead of hatch on both eyes. Well, to look me in the eye, she had to hold one of her other eyes closed. It gets a little scary when you're seeing double out of just one eye. That's always tricky. Yeah. That's tricky. Well, I, did you hear this? That Donald Trump's actually making, he's actually uh, so against baldness that he's having every bald eagle is going to have to start wearing a, uh, a toupee, a golden toupee. Oh, dude, it's so fucking gold. Hang on, I gotta jot that down. That's worth remembering. <laughs> Can you imagine bald eagles flying around with his fucking ridiculous hairdo? There, I put together a bald eagle picture with a fucking with a Donald yes. Trump saying, "Make America great again." Oh, make bald eagles great again! Oh my god, I love it. And we'll make it. It's not just a thing for Propecia. It's also going to be a a Cialis commercial. It's a bald eagle. Well, you cut out, but I'm sure it's brilliant. What did you say? I don't want to miss it. I said it's a bald eagle with Donald Trump hair and a raging boner. (laughs) There you go. Grabbing a pussy, holding a cat. Dude, I'm really going to make a bald eagle with a fucking <laughs> Trump comb over. I'm going to put his beady eyes on it, too, but it will have his ne- his beak. It will have a regular <laughs> beak. Oh, fuck yeah. God, I'm going to be all fucking... <laughs> make bald eagles great again. That's fucking brilliant, dude. <laughs> oh, Friday shows are the best, aren't they? I'll tell you what. Yeah. Just listen to the show gets me fucking jazzed up. Yeah. You know, I thought of a great I need a great name for a band. Okay. We 
a side project band and called it the Beatles' greatest hits, and then we'll just release a, a, a self-titled album and see how the sales do. <laughs> but we'll just we'll cover nothing but the monkeys tunes. You know the monkeys the monkeys tunes actually kind of got me into classic rock. I'm not gonna lie because the really? monkeys used to after school when I was in like ninth grade. And I used to watch the Monkees, and I mean they had their classic songs, "Last Train to Clarksville." I mean their their songs were semi-famous, really, written by really. They didn't play their own instruments. I mean they were done by like people that were in the business, and uh, well, I guess they did write a couple of their songs, but uh, that's kind of what got me into classic rock. I'm not gonna lie. So I'm betting that a lot of their songs were probably. Tracks by guys from the Wrecking Crew, you think? Yes, yes, I'm sure they probably were. Did you see that documentary? I uh, yeah, I watched it twice. Yeah, that's a very interesting documentary. It's it's really badass. A similar Have one you... that uh, I, I probably Must... mentioned, but I'll mention it again. It's called Twenty Feet from Stardom. Have you seen that one? No, I have not. That's about backup singers, right? It's a is so fucking cool. Yeah, it's about backup singers and most of them from that same era. And one of the coolest is from this this uh, chick who sang that insane vocal part on the uh, the Rolling Stones song. Gosh, I can't think of the name of it, but where it's like rape, murder, it's whatever, whatever. I'm you not know, a Stones fan, unfortunately. I'm not a Stones fan either, but if you spend two minutes listening to a classic rock station, you'll your are right about that. Songs. But anyway, it's great. They, the Stones were recording this album at like 2 o'clock in the morning, and they're like, we need a chick on it. And they called this girl up, and she was just a backup singer. She was passed out of sleep in her bed, curlers in her hair, and she showed up, and they're like, yeah, do your thing. And it fucking made the song. Did, <laughs> really did Mick stick it in her wampum? Yeah. I, I think he did. I'm sure he did. I'm Make sure he did too. And well, Keith, how she's got the pipes and the pipe. Oh, that's right. They had to check out the size of her windpipe before they let her belt out <laughs> on the on the track. <laughs> that's right. I'm not sure you can get these I notes. But my dick's the size of a high G. Let me see if that'll fit down your throat. The size of a sure 57, Mike. If it's not flashy. <laughs> <laughs> they, call, they, they call mine the boom mic. <laughs> the boom mic. I like it. It's on a long pole. It takes two people. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Do you know what's so funny is that a boom mic operator could be so easily replaced with a tripod and a small weight, but somehow they still have them. Easily, and yes. Nobody's paying us to replace things. You know what I was thinking about that, dude? Why? How would we not made our show a Netflix reality show? Or show? Because I've seen shows on Netflix, like originals. I've seen like live YouTube videos of people smoking crack that has better production value. Yeah, can't. Uh, I haven't seen any Netflix shows, like Netflix originals, except for Stranger Things, which I liked. But other than that, I haven't seen anything that they've made. But that being said, I can't imagine that there's anything better out there, in reality TV at least, that is even approaching 
the, the fucking tale of hypersloth. And, and what's unfolding no, now? Not. Just like all the badass shit that happened. But like this, would, this should true. be It should be at least an indie movie documentary, you know, covering us at this point with references to the past. That would take Sundance by storm. Here's the real deal, dude. We actually have enough radio shows to go into syndication. We could be a syndicated radio show. We do. We do. We should. We, should. We, we, you know what? we need to find an outlet. Dude, I watched this crazy show the other day. You know what sucks is we should have really got into like radio, like being on the radio in Austin where we could have been on like KUT or somewhere and just had yeah. our own fucking show. We really yeah. fucked up. Yeah. Or even, I agree. you know what? Austin Access. Tell me we couldn't have had the most badass fucking Austin Access show ever. We would have had the most badass Austin Access show ever. I don't even want to say it because I know it's true that it didn't happen. I mean, we had skits and everything. You know what really sucks is that we could have done it and we talked about doing it, but there was just too much marijuana and beer flowing in the air that kept us coming up with good ideas and never never following through on any sort of like now. Yeah, and also that everybody we saw in Austin Access were just fucking idiots, so it, it kind of tainted the whole thing for us. We never, we didn't realize that Austin Access needs us, not the other way You're around. You're right, you know? we did not. We did not, which is a shame, because I really think we could have I mean, I still remember some of those stupid shows, like that show with that guy who dressed up like the granny. Remember him? That was a show. <laughs> um, vaguely. People called in and called him what a fucking retarded asshole he was. And oh, he just acted like... And I watched it. I fucking would watch it for hours. That's the fucking sad thing. <laughs> you know what? That's the power of hot. I mean, I really would watch that for like... Until like 4 o'clock in the morning. That's a show. Oh, yeah. There were some good music shows on there, too. I mean, that guy Dave, he had a pretty good music show. Where he like went local licks live, I think it was called, or local licks or something. Yeah, I said I vaguely. All, the, all I remember seeing from uh, Austin Access that I re, that I remember. I mean, I remember every watching it and every time thinking, "Are you fucking serious?" But the, I do remember Alex Jones being on there, and now he's fucking huge. Right, and he's so huge that Trump is taking like advice from him on stuff that's totally false. Did you see that, where he was quoting Alex Jones, something Alex Jones wrote, and it turned out to be a complete farce? And, of course, no. Donald didn't know that he lifted it from Alex Jones, but he did. Well, maybe he did know he lifted it from Alex Jones, but he didn't know that it was a like totally fucking made-up bullshit, and they fact-checked oh it, God. and it came out to be a total lie. It was something about the something about the election. Like how the election was fixed or something. Well, so I saw a funny picture today. So Trump won the election because of the Electoral College, right? Not the popular right. vote. Correct. So there was some protests today somewhere, and one of the guys holding up a sign, his sign was not just a handwritten thing. He would like taken a screenshot of a tweet that Trump had put out long before being elected, and his tweet was, the Electoral College is a joke and ruins democracy. <laughs> Which is true. Which is it fucking is true. true. But, but now, now that's the deal. 
The Donald that is the president-elect now is a different fucking beast from the Donald of the previous fucking 40 years who, like, had a level head on his shoulders. Now he's just a fucking affected cog in the wheel of the bullshit machine. Yeah. Pandora's box has been opened. Right. And they're like, here, this is this can all be yours, Trump. You just have to play ball our way. And he's like, okay, I'm not a very smart man. You know what? That's fine. He's not a very smart man. If he wants to play ball the way it's been played, I think that's a safer bet than if he got his way. At least we can coast, coast the status quo for four years and then get somebody else in. I'm so fucking... Play ball the Republican way. Stop fucking Republican way where it's like, take all the money from the fucking people and give it to the rich people. Get rid of all the regulations and let the fucking corporations run rampant all over wherever the fuck they want and take as much money. I mean, the coffers are open. It's there for taking. I mean, you don't put the head of Exxon in charge of no. fucking everything. You know what I mean? Of course he doesn't need lobbyists anymore because now the fucking head of the the uh, the industries are fucking setting their own rules. They're going to be the people making the rules. Yeah. Fucking insanity. I mean, even... Even a lot of the guys, even a lot of the Republican guys that are like big outspoken outspoken Republican guys, they came out before the election were like, no, this dude's a fucking lunatic. You know, we need to distance ourselves from this. And they were right. Yeah, all the East I mean, power, they're all fucking cozying right back up to him because they're like, oh, well, we didn't. It, it's once it's polarizing when he's not going to win. You know what I mean? But then when he wins, you're like, oh, no, we love Donald because that means your constituents probably fucking voted for him. <clears throat> it's gonna be weird, man. It's we might move back to Nicaragua. There goes free speech. It's our last show. I'm dedicating this show to free speech. Don't say that. Speaking of free speech, by the way, how is it that like every time I turn around, I'm having to give Skype fucking money now? We did two years worth of shows where I didn't pay Skype a fucking dime, and now like after every show, they're like, "You owe us eight dollars and thirty cents." I don't know because my Skype shit's all fucked up. They, I, I tried to log in the other day to the account I've had for fucking five years. Password not accepted. Okay, I made every attempt possible to password. It wouldn't work because somehow now Microsoft, so it's linked to like a Microsoft account which I don't have. And oh so no! Fucking bullshit! And now they ended up suspending the account I've had for five fucking years. I had to set up a brand new one. And even that, dude, I had to set up three brand new accounts before I was able to set up one that worked. Because every time I set one up, I checked an email to get the confirmation. Right. And it would you, say, this somebody, email's already been used. Yeah. So, I, fuck Skype. I mean, I can't use Skype anyway, so I'm pretty much just going to delete it from my fucking computer. <laughs> because it costs money to call in the country, but if you want to call anywhere else in the world, it's fucking free. Only in America could you get fucking away with that. Well, what what fucked me up with Skype is like you have a Skype name, right? Mine was Rufus Blaszkowski. But now, right? depending on how you set up a new account, you can set it up with your email, your Facebook account, your Twitter account, your Gmail account, all this other fucking bullshit, or your phone number, and never, never in any of that process do you define a username. I know, so, it's so ridiculous. And so I... I had to give my username to somebody because I was talking to somebody about a project I'm working on, 
and I couldn't give them my username because it doesn't fucking exist, so they couldn't add me. And I couldn't find it, so fuck Skype. Well, and you know what? I did find you, and I requested a friendship with you, and now I've I've been ignored for going on 48 hours, and I'm not real happy. I'm, sui- I'm on suicide watch. Well, that's not your fault. That's Skype's fault. I'm set up with Skype, so I just uh, turned it off and ignored him. Good for you. You know what? The last thing you sent me from Skype, and I don't know if your Skype had been hacked or something, but on November 10th, you sent me a link through Baidu somehow to a Gwen Stefani shares the secrets of Blake Shelton's rapid weight loss. Did you send that to me, or did someone send that to me from your Skype account? No, I sent that to you. I said, I, I okay. know what a big Gwen Stefani fan you are. I mean, I know you hate their whole relationship. She should have stayed with Gavin Rosdale. But uh, she should have got with me. I, I she want still to looks very good. Oh yeah. I bet she's a whore. She's a whore. Well no, that's that that means there's potential. There's I, I might have a chance. You think she would let me give her tongue a lingus? I promise to be gentle. No I don't. I don't promise. I don't promise anything. I'm only out to satisfy myself. Everybody knows that. That's why I don't waste my time with tongalingus with anyone. <laughs> no. Buy a, a, a cow tongue from the store and just use that. Of course, I should probably be a little insulted that my, my wife would rather blow me than have sex with me. Is that, Should I be insulted by that? I, if you're insulted by that, you're thinking way too much about it. Just, you think so? <laughs> yes. Because I'm just trying to feel like maybe she's trying to tell me something. Uh, so what? So, like, a lot of people don't know this, but I invented the reverse cowgirl position because I didn't want to look at some ugly chicks I was having sex with at St. Edwards. I've never oh, told man. invented the reverse cowgirl position. That's a good but idea wait, until you see. Because they didn't want to look at me. I said maybe they invented it because they didn't want to look at me and just let me think it was my idea. I was going to say, it's a good idea until you realize the chick's back is covered in zits and more hair than, than yours. Uh, you know, I don't even know if I've ever had sex in the reverse cowgirl position. It's not comfortable. It only I looks think you on camera. doggy, not doggy, but mission it, or her on top turned around. I guess maybe reverse cowgirl sounds more exciting. But I think that just regular old doggy would be more effective, really, if that's the position you're looking for. It is. I mean, it's more comfortable, but then you're – in any of that, I don't I don't want to have to work as, as much as I have to. And, like, being vertical – I don't want to be vertical. But, yeah, <laughs> the whole reverse – the reverse cowgirl is, is overrated. And it can be changed. <laughs> Now, you know, reverse cowgirl, I'm talking heterosexual reverse cowgirl, where you would be on the bottom instead of on the top. Yeah, no, 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 I agree. I agree. I was talking about about doggy. I don't do doggy because I, you know, come on. I've been on my feet feet all day. I don't need to be vertical for this. I, I like doggy. I like doggy because I can usually set at least one slice of pizza on the girl's back while. If you're good, you can make an entire sandwich. <laughs> I made a cheese stick on a chick's back one time while we were screwing up. I did a jigsaw puzzle one day. 
Hey, that's no different than that lady frying a chicken in her bed on that my 600-pound life. <laughs> You're right. It's not. God, I watched that last night. Jesus Christ, what a <laughs> it's show. so depressing. I mean, that, tell, when you watch that, dude, it's like food is a drug. <sighs> really. Yeah, it's got to be. And it's not like a speedy drug. It's a drug that makes you lazy. Because if you can eat eight fucking Big Macs and like six fucking orders of fries for breakfast, gee, many Christmas. This guy was frying, like deep frying every, he deep fried fucking bacon, dude. He didn't just put bacon in a skillet. He had a pot full of boiling oil and put the bacon in that. It's just like, man, really? And you're, you're wondering why you're 600 pounds. Well, no. You've never deep fried. I can be honest with you. I've never deep fried bacon unless I've battered it in a nice beer batter first, and then I like. <laughs> I, I like to fry my bacon, and then I spread lard on it, like putting cream cheese on a cracker. Nothing like buttering your bacon. Did you see that Simpsons episode where Homer wrapped an entire stick of butter in bacon and just ate it? <laughs> And on some level, that that actually grosses me out, even though it might taste good. <laughs> yeah, it's too much butter. It's but too much to... butter. There's, there's, I mean, there's a fine line with butter. Like, I, there's one. The only thing I like a lot of butter on is my pancakes. Ooh, sounds good. I got lazy and just bought the Mrs. Butterworth with like extra artificial butter flavor, so I don't ever have to wrestle with the butter anymore. <laughs> We're living in. Magnificent times. I just dip my mini corn dogs in Mrs. Butterworth. <laughs> That's awesome. Just get a popcorn popper. One of those cinema popcorn poppers that just creates that butter, that butter <laughs> juice. So I just have a hose of it. <laughs> I suckle it. Water tank of it. Suckle it. You'd have some serious withdrawals from if you're coming off that fucking uh, fake butter. You like sea <laughs> shit. <laughs> now we're gonna take it into the uh, the VIP part of the show this evening, Mister Rufus. Yeah, for a little bit. I didn't even know it was that late. I, I made it. I made a point from now on to like not have any clocks or timepieces around me, so I don't even really? know. Yeah, I mean for the show. I want to find out more about that when we come back to the VIP part of the show. It sounds like you've had some kind of breakthrough where you've just not surrounding yourself. Like, time doesn't matter to you anymore. You should write a song about that. No, it was an accident. Yeah, it was a total accident, but I think I like it. So you never were kind of a guy. Did you ever? You wore a watch. Did you wear a watch? I can't remember. I, well, I used to before smartphones, yeah, but I, I haven't in a long time. I still wear a watch every day, dude. I've worn a watch every day since, like, sixth grade. If I don't have a watch, if I don't have my wrist candy, I don't know what's going on in the world. I just think don't. So follow us into the VIP part of the show, folks. Uh, we'll catch you in two and two on the flip side. Rufus, anything you want to say before we end the regular part of the show? Nope. Just, uh, we'll see you there. See you in the VIP. Okay. See you in the VIP.
Welcome to the VIP part of the show. This is Zigzag. This is Rufus. Rufus, you have such a golden radio voice when we get to the VIP part of the show. It's it's intimidating, I might say. I think I'm going to start taking on a different persona when we get into the VIP room. Would it be sound like you got like a Sam Elliott thing going on there? Really? I do. I do. Stupid people are stupid, but stupider ones are even more stupid. That's my cowboy <laughs> wisdom for the night. I think was I think that's a Budweiser commercial in the making there. <laughs> I think it is. If you don't drink like, Budweiser, you're fucking stupid. You're even stupider than a stupider person. You might be the <laughs> stupiderest true. person I know. I've seen stupid and I've been stupid, but I'll tell you what, you're goddamn fucking stupid. But you're not goddamn fucking stupid till you're Budweiser drunk, goddamn stupid. <laughs> There ain't no kind of stupid like Budweiser stupid. Have you, dude? Have you ever tried to like? The other night, I I couldn't sleep, right? And I'm thinking to myself, go to sleep, go to sleep, go to sleep, to the point to where I just like got up. Like the harder yeah. I tried to force myself to sleep, the less like likely it was gonna happen. Does that I make sense? I did that last week. Yeah, I did that last week. I just fucking gave up. I could not sleep. It was probably like two in the morning, and I was like, well, fuck it. I'm I'm just pissing myself off trying to sleep. I just got up, came into my office, and boot up the computer and fucking surf the internet. I was done. I ended up doing work. I ended up fucking outlining pictures and shit because I'm like, oh, well, no. I can't sleep. This work has to get done. No one else is going to fucking do it. So it, it's pretty brainless. I've got I've got this technique down, dude, that is so good for doing this. I can't even. I almost feel guilty because. I shouldn't tell you how much I get paid for doing these pictures, like editing the windows in these pictures. It's almost an obscene amount of money, but I figured out a way to do it with the magic wand tool in Photoshop. Yeah. I can do a picture in like 40 seconds. Whoa, no shit. Yeah. I can outline the windows and put in a, a scene through the window so it looks like these these uh, units are like in a really, really great place instead of the inside of a warehouse. And, sure. Uh, and I, I mean, I was just like, oh my god, this! Is, I, I almost feel guilty. I'm not gonna lie, but no. they pay me an obscene amount of money to fucking do that. But I've got it down to such a fucking science; it's almost brilliant. Dude, okay, here's the deal: it's not an obscene amount of money because they can't, right? I mean, you came that's up true. with that method. That's true. I mean, that, that, that's like a heart surgeon saying, "I can't believe I stitched this one stitch." Stitching shit's <laughs> fucking easy. You know what? Good point, Rufus. Very good point. Don't feel guilty about the money you make, man. You're right, and I should not. Now I'm gonna. I think maybe I'll add an extra twenty-five bucks on per picture. Per picture now. <laughs> I think you should. If you came up with that method yourself, I think you should add some sort of patent fee or uh, intellectual property fee on top of it. What's funny is I did share it with someone, and it's a guy who is quote-unquote supposed to be my competitor but we're actually really good friends but all the guys that like we work with think that we're competitors but we're not we actually work together because i don't want to say that we fix our prices but we do we like collaborate (laughs) on pricing i mean you're a a young trump you know what i am in that in that aspect and, and so is this other guy david because uh you know we're the only people that really do what we do so they'd be hard-pressed to find someone 
around here anyway to to do the work that we do. And yeah. we just they wanted us. It's just so funny that everyone thinks that like we're the biggest competitors, and we let them think it, right? But all the time, I like probably talk to David once a day, and we're just like, oh, yeah, awesome. what do you think for this or that? So I did share that tidbit with him, and he's yeah. like, dude, that's fucking amazing. He's like, we've been doing this how long? I mean, I've been doing it for ten years. He's been doing it three years longer than me. He's like, and I never even fucking thought of that. That is fucking brilliant. Share so, with me. I mean, I do some Photoshop stuff. I don't. I well, I mean, the, the deal is they shoot these units, right? You, you've, I don't know if you've ever seen the pictures that they take of the inside of the units, but they put these white, usually some of the, some of the, uh, well, no, either, either they put a white or a black, like solid thing outside of the window of the unit, yeah. right? To keep from coming in or to keep, to reflect a little light in. And I was, I started off using the color balance tool, right? Just selecting the color of the inside of the window because the, always the inside of the window is a stark compa- contrast to what's on the outside of the window. Like sure. the frame of the window is black. The outside is usually white. So now I just take the, the tool for the, the magic wand tool and just fucking click it, and it selects the whole fucking inside of the window in like one second. Wow. Not even, in like .01 of a second. I mean, sometimes I'll have to outline some shit, but it was so tedious before because dumbass photographers would put like flowers and shit in front of the windows, uh, and you would have oh, to yeah. go around like try to select around all the fucking petals and shit. And that's how I stumbled on this. I'm like, you know what? I'm just gonna try the fucking the magic wand tool to see how much it picks up. And it fucking yeah. did this plan so perfectly. I was like, oh my god, that just saved me fucking twenty minutes. Well, God bless you, man. Yeah. Don't feel guilty about that. Those idiots, those dudes, if they tried to do it themselves, they'd try to do it in, like, MS Paint or something. I mean, you got the tools, you got the skills, man. That's true. Good point, Rufus. And you know what? I'd like like my wife to audition for Affordable Voice because, you know, she went to school for communication. She actually had her own radio show, and she has done the voiceover with Surveyor and iPod videos. Really now? Yes, sir. We kept it in the family. I got a hint of that from a couple of emails you sent. So uh, that's cool. Awesome. Yes, that's right. I forgot I asked you for some advice, and you you gave me none. Thank you for that, Rufus. You you do matter. I'm not not like you and your other competitors. I I don't give away trade secrets. (laughs) I don't blame you. I do not blame you. You know, we're in it more for the price fixing than anything. Been sharing trade secrets. It's all about price fixes. Yes. Well, because this is what they like to do. They like to, this, just in this particular industry, it's all about everybody wants the best fucking deal, blah, blah, blah. You know what I mean? I don't care whether it's a window oh, yeah. or a fucking pair of or, yeah, It's just like any fucking business in the world. And I just was like, you know what? If we're, if we always charge the same for everything, they can never play us against each other. You know what I mean? Like, well, so and so would charge this, or so and so would charge that. You know, so we just yeah. got to the point where we're like, yeah, if you're making a price adjustment, he calls me up and says, you know what? I think we need to charge more for this. And we have yet to disagree on a price increase. Let me put it that way. Beautiful. Sounds like you're in a Xanadu of fucking the business world. Yeah, but I'm sure. ready to get out and do things I enjoy in life because life is <laughs> life's getting shorter every day. I got less ahead of me. I got less ahead of me than I do behind me, if that makes any sense, and I'm sure it doesn't. 
You may not. You may not because they just – they, I don't know who they are, but I, this is a, a reputable, reputable news source. They just reversed aging in mammals, and they expect that the same technique is going to start human trials in 10 years. And now, so hopefully, able- to have this done, you have to take an IQ test because we don't really need, like, stupid people living a long time. <clears throat> no, it, as long as you have an IQ – of 98. What is that considered a good IQ? Just out of curiosity. I don't know. That's why I was questioning it. I, I realize I have no idea what a good IQ is. That probably means I mean, I'm, low in IQ. One, I'm in the 170 range. If that tells you anything, but I mean, obviously I'm way above most people's IQ. Well, it's hard to chart my IQ because I don't even believe in the same numbers that other people do. <laughs> That's true. You can count so much higher. They actually came <laughs> up with a new instead of in Mensa, I'm in Zigsa. It's like a whole other genius. Genii. Would that be the correct pronunciation there? Yes, it would, Doctor. <laughs> yes. Thank you. Thank you, Bones. Dude, let's let's plan a show where we do it in nothing but spoken word. <laughs> what do you mean? That's all we do is spoken word. You mean like poetry? You mean like, you mean like yeah. You know what I would like to do? Let's do a whole show where we do nothing. I'm gonna you just play, do the regular show, and I'm gonna answer you in using nothing but Alanis Morissette lyrics. I can just be like, how many Alanis? How many Alanis Morissette lyrics do you know? You ought to know. Oh my god. Nailed it, dude. That was the best comeback I did ever. Nail it. Nailed. You fucking nailed it. That oh, everyone's gonna think that I fainted you on that one, dude. If I could fist bump you right now, I'd, I'd just bump all of your fists. That was awesome. I'm serious. I think you could. <laughs> you ought to know. Jesus Christ, that was a golden moment in Hypersoft history. I think the way that played out, that was awesome. <laughs> Because that was completely unrehearsed, and and you came right to it. It was a beautiful That's what thing. Beautiful about yes. Oh my god. That's all on you. That's all on you. Tonight's show is brought to you by Cosmic. Uh, I don't know something something intelligently cosmic. Because I feel like we're firing on all cylinders tonight, brother. Yeah, me too. Me too. Of course, we always kind of are. But tonight is a free-for-all hyper-good time. You think they're off when we listen to them later? They're I know. It's so funny that it, last time I, twi- I, I tweeted you, I did not tweet you, I texted you um, <laughs> Carl Sr. Because I was listening to the playback, and it fucking made me laugh out loud for like five minutes. You're like you get the guys from Carl Senior, but you can't get Carl Senior. It was a beautiful <laughs> moment. Oh God, I forget that about that. Guy, I have to listen. That guy is a fucking putz, by the way. And I'm not just saying it because his name is Pudsky or whatever the fuck it is. But he, yeah, he's he's the head of what labor, and he's actually Carl's Junior and Hardy's have been sued more times for not paying people fairly than any other. Restaurant chain in history. No yeah. shit. Yeah, and he's a huge believer in not increasing the minimum wage. 
So all these people that, I mean, Trump just flat out fucking lied. I mean, how long do you think after, after he's sworn in or whatever, people are then going to say, Hey, you made these promises. Are you going to keep them? Or is it just fucking too late already? Uh, It's it's too late. Trump's whipping uh, posts for the next four years. It's too late. And all, all presidents make promises that they don't keep. But that's Trump true. Crazy promises like building a fucking wall and deporting 20 million fucking people. I mean, those promises are fucking ridiculous. Yeah, there's no way. There's no way. Even even before the election, people had to know that, well, there's no way he can follow through with that. I, they still I want you to for this. I saw some footage yesterday, and it was it, Bernie Sanders was doing like a little town hall meeting or something, right? And he had all these Trump supporters on stage with him trying to explain why they voted for Trump and what they thought Trump was going to do and all this stuff. And mm-hmm. this clip, five minutes long, and in the five minutes on stage with these people, there was five different people. Bernie Sanders basically told them why they shouldn't have voted for Trump, and in the end of it, they all fucking agreed that they had made a mistake voting for oh Trump. Oh, my God. You, yeah, you, know that's how me? you know what depresses me about Bernie Sanders? He's 75, He'll dude. Be, I think he might be dead by the time we By the time you know, he would have got him. his chance. The Democratic yeah. fucking mentioned the Democrats, they fucked it up. They fucked it up big time. They had a chance they to did. make a real difference. You know what? That just shows you that the Democratic side is just as fucking dirty as the Republican side. It's dirty and and short-sighted. Short-sighted and stupid and not understanding what people really want. It's all party politics and stuff. Uh, Yeah. The whole thing is really – I mean, it's shining a spotlight on, like, how fucked up politics is. Dude, you have to watch that Norm Chomsky thing. If not, he's no afraid for the quality of the programming itself. No, I, I wrote it down here in the show notes. I'm definitely going to take that. But yeah. I want you to I want you to basically put all your guns and stuff away because you might want to end it all after watching it. Well, you know I don't have BB guns. This is the deal. What we need to do, this is what I this is what I took away from watching that is that I need to become one of the fucking one tenth of the top one percent. So now the next fucking ten years of my life, I'm fucking I'm making it a point to become so fucking filthy rich just because that because I'm smarter than most people are rich, I think. Than most rich people. I know I'm smarter. If me and Donald Trump took a fucking IQ test, I guarantee you I would beat Donald Trump in an IQ test. He absolutely would, but that's part of the fucking thing about him. Is he's, he's not as fucking rich as he claims because he didn't release his tax documents. There's right. records of him, like, finally bankruptcy for fucking bullshit and scamming people out of stuff. A billion dollars he fucking bankrupted. He, he, he didn't pay a billion dollars worth of fucking taxes. Ugh. Leader of the free world, buddy. Weird. I don't think is America even the leader of the free world anymore. Honestly, I don't I mean, even. What do we got? Know if there is a, else has. I'm not sure where the free world Donald is. <laughs> Good point, Rufus. Good point. I mean, there is no free world. That's a fucking misnomer. They should call it a credit world. Ooh. The world of credit. Damn. 